Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Part-Time Gamers Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Fipsy, and I'm also alongside the not-so-good-looking member of the Part-Time Gamers, Welchie. Thanks for that, Fipsy. Hello, everyone. Uh, <laughs> I had to get you with that one, sorry. Today we will be discussing last week's Xbox Series event, the Mass Effect trilogy that has been announced by EA, and the Unreal Engine 5 that was revealed today at the time of recording, which is the 13th of May. Um, so we're going to be going over a few games that we... That took our fancy really at the series event. We're going to be discussing how we thought the event went. And then we're also going to be covering what we've been playing since the last time we spoke to you guys. And we're also going to be talking about what games that we would like to see remastered because that seems to be the growing trend in kind of the world, everything, because you've got remasters of films, games all coming out. So we're going to talk about what five games each that we would like to see remastered. So to get started... We are going to talk about the Xbox Series event, and Welchie, do you want to kick this one off? Yep, happy to. So the Xbox event happened last Thursday? Yeah, last Thursday. Last Thursday, and um, we actually had planned to, well, we did listen to it live together, or watch it live together even, and planned to do a podcast about it. Well, wait, 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 not in the same house, by the way. Just Yeah, saying. yep, yep, social distancing, <laughs> yep, we yeah. did it over um, Discord. Yeah, not in the same house. watched it on Twitch, of course. Um but yeah, we was going to do a special podcast for it to because we, I think we had quite high expectations, didn't we? So we was going to do a special podcast discussing all the games. And I'm not, I'm personally, I don't think the event was bad. It was good, and I'm like the games I'm going to discuss. I am actually really excited about, but yeah. they just worded it slightly wrong. I think. What about what well, do you it was, think? It was hyped up to be a big game. Like a gameplay reveal to see what games would actually the, look that's like. The key word. Gameplay. Yeah, like it was. Well, that's what they stated. As wasn't it? I swear the live yep. stream even said gameplay reveal. Yep. yep. But it wasn't that, and it was. that like, I was hyped because I was like, "Oh, we're going to finally get to see what games are going to look like on the Xbox Series X." And yep. it was just none of that. It was all just trailers, and then um, the developers having like a five-minute segment talking about it. And to me, it, it was good. You know, it gets you hyped up for some of the games that are going to be coming out on launch of the new consoles, well, of the Xbox Series X. Sorry, this is about that event, but what we're going to be getting pretty much on launch. And then, so it was good in that way, but it wasn't what it was made out to be, well, as advertised, you could say. Yeah, I think they just got the wording wrong, and it's the first time that Microsoft have slipped up in this, like, Xbox it Series was a big X. Because yeah. the first thing we both said after that is, I feel like they've lost a point on that, because yeah, PlayStation... Well, like PlayStation would have had eyes on that, and I feel PlayStation probably was laughing. Like, yeah, that's what you've got. And then, yeah, it's more more so that PlayStation would have seen the fans' reaction saying, "Well, where's the gameplay?" So now, I would be shocked if PlayStation did a show and didn't show gameplay because they they know the feedback they're going to get. So... Yeah, exactly, exactly, and they they know that's what everyone wants now. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, everyone's yeah. like, everyone just wants to see gameplay now. Everyone's waiting for this big news. I'm waiting for it, and all I want to see is gameplay. I don't care about the system and all the inside because I'm not a techie person. I don't understand like RAM and stuff like that, so none of that has any like well interest in mine. Do you know what I mean? But yep. I just want to see gameplay. I want to pick up a game, look at it, and be like, yeah, that looks beautiful. I want to play it. So that's all I care about, to be honest. And to be fair to Xbox, I think the show started off really well. So it started off with the first game they showed anyway was a game called Bright Memory Infinite. And to 
as far as I'm concerned, to me, that was the only game that actually had gameplay. Um, like, well, what we are assuming is gameplay. Um, so Bright Memory Infinite started off with a bang. It's, um, it's set in the year 2036, so in the near future. And from the trailer, we could tell that there were some extremely crazy weather effects going on, like some sort of hurricane kind of thing going on. And it looked incredible. The graphics looked yeah. insane. Yeah, that's definitely what we could say about a lot. Like, well, pretty much everything we see, the graphics. Yeah. But this one, there, but... this one seemed like gameplay though to me, compared to the others where it was like a lot of trailers. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah. But I read up on it, and basically, there's got some sort of it said a phenomenon, which the supernatural scientific research organization in the game, um, a disp- they they dispatch agents to investigate what's going on. And they quickly discover that the events are tied to an ancient mystery. So it's it's got like a, a cool little mysterious storyline to it. Um, mm. It's a female protagonist, um, which I think we heard that in the actual trailer. Like you, you hear her like like a grunt, like a yeah. You could hear the female voice. Yeah. Um, first person shooter, but there was also sword combat, which was interesting. Um, but as I say, the graphics were incredible. I thought and. In my opinion, because it had gameplay, the best looking game from the show. But there's one mm. thing that really stuck out to me about this one. And that is that it's made by an indie studio called FYQD. Never heard of them. But it's one person. What? A single one designer. Person? A single designer made, made it. Jesus. And that is absolutely insane. If you haven't seen that the is. gameplay of it, go back and watch it because... Okay, like, you know this game Stardew Valley? Yeah. That was made by one person. Big achievement. But when you compare the two games in terms of how much time and effort it must have taken to make this bright memory info, it's just insane to me how one person... Yeah, but even just one person doing the whole thing themselves anyway is going to be impressive, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, Jesus. A few other little details. Obviously, a lot of these are going to be the same. It's going to be a 4K... 60 frames per second but apparently it can go up to 120 so i imagine that would be a um more xbox series x thing um well because it's coming on xbox one and xbox series x with the smart delivery system so i think the xbox series x will probably have the 120 or up to 120 um and this is one of the only games from the event that i saw that had the ray tracing technology which is probably why it looks so good but yeah, I f- personally, I thought it looked really good. Um, it's definitely one I'm going to have my eye on. Because it's a single designer, I think it might be a relatively short game. But there's nothing wrong with that. No, I feel sometimes um, shorter games can be better because you, they're not dragging out a storyline. You're getting straight to the point, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah short and sweet. Yeah. Do you want to talk about well, your first one? Yeah, no, well, for me, uh, one that really did take my eye, but it was actually quite hard to find out a bit about, was uh, The Medium. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, The Medium really looked good. Um, the graphics, like I said, like we said about a lot of these games, the graphics looked immense. Like, they looked... Like, you've got to agree that this game... Even though it wasn't really a gameplay trailer, it well... Yeah, it was an official trailer, so it was like a game reveal. Not, um, it's hard to explain. So, yeah, it was just a reveal trailer, like a trailer rather than actually. Yeah, it was about two minutes. Um, 
a two-minute reveal. But it's coming from the Bloober team. So they are the team that was behind the Blair Witch Project, Layers of Fibs, and... Layers of Fibs? Layers of Fear, <laughs> sorry. And The Observer. I never played Layers of Fear or The Observer, so I have no opinion on that. But I did play Blair Witch because that came out on the Xbox Game Pass. And from that game, I'm excited for this one. This is why I did pick this one up, because the way that you was immersed in that game, like everything to the sound, like you could hear trees rustling... It sounded like it was behind you, especially if you're wearing a headset. So when I'm playing the game, I always wear a headset. I recommend that to anyone. But you you were so immersed in the game because you were concentrating on what you were doing, but everything around you, you could hear, like the wind, footsteps, the crunching on like twigs, like you could hear that. In terms of gameplay, uh, it's in third person. You play, the main character is a woman called Marianne, who is ironically a medium, and she's been haunted by the death of a young child uh, so she has like these visions in her head and they lead her to a, um, I think it's a hotel in Krakow, Poland. Um, and it was like a terrible tragedy happened there. Did I say tragedy? Tragedy happened there many years ago and it's hiding a mystery only a medium can solve. So that is all I can find in terms of the gameplay of it, um, like in terms of the story. But this is something that could get a lot of horror fans excited uh, is the music. The music was composed by the same person who done Silent Hill. I don't know uh, if you played it. I remember him saying that. Yeah, I'm going to probably butcher his name. Akira Yamaoka. Uh, Yamaoka? It's probably better now. Akira Yamaoka. Yeah, so he's doing the music behind this. Um, apparently, he they went to him back in a, like, in a convention or something about 2012 is when this idea started up. And um, they showed him the game and he really wanted to be on the project. So... Um, yeah, so that's going to probably create a lot of unique atmospheres throughout the game. I never played a Silent Hill, so I can't comment on that. But I know that you know people that are big fans of this, like that franchise, are probably going to love this game. Um, it's see, this is what kind of bugged me a little bit about it. It's actually unlikely going to be on current gen. It is oh, going to be an Xbox X. One. Yeah, it's going to be an Xbox One Series X exclusive um, because. They haven't, like, they've said it, but they haven't said what it is. But they've said that it's a super secret feature that is only possible on next gen. See, oh, wow. I feel like that has to do with the controllers. So, you know, with the controllers, they're having the like the vibrations and stuff and the tension in the triggers and things like that. You've, you've seen all that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably so, a good point. So, I feel like it has something to that because, like I mentioned earlier with the Blair Rich project, they like to have you immersed, like, with the sound and stuff in your headset. So they're probably so I feel like, extra mile, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like with the controls, that like with that new feature that isn't on current gen, I do feel like this is going to be an Xbox Series X exclusive, but it is going to be released on Game Pass. Now that is huge. Yeah. For a game <clears throat> to be... I mean, a lot of games now launch on Game Pass, but if you buy an Xbox Series X and yeah. you buy Game Pass, you automatically have... Assuming it's on launch day, it might be whatever a few months after well, but they're saying it's um holiday of this year which so, is the same so if, if it's not the launch yeah. day it's a, f- a week or two after or whatever so yeah i am thinking it's going to be a release day like along with halo um yeah, i would i maybe, would yeah, yeah. Think so. yeah so excitingly but also disappointingly that's all i could find on the medium it's got me hyped for it i'm, I'm not really a massive fan of these horror games but this one really caught my eye because of the Blair Witch Project. So where it's coming from, the same developers. So yeah, that's what I'm looking out for. What about you, mate? 
Um, I've got two more. I'm going to leave my favorite one to last. Um, okay. So the next one is Vampire Bloodlines 2. I think it's called Vampire Masquerade, but I'm calling it Vampire Bloodlines 2 for the purposes of this podcast. Um, so yeah, this game's been announced really for ages. Yeah, it, it looked bloody good. Um, it's been It's been known for ages. It's been delayed a couple of times. Um, so it was nice to see it at this event. I mean, it's the first time I've actually seen anything proper from it. Um, it had a bit of gameplay, but it was it was more of a cinematic trailer. Um, but this game is also got on the smart delivery service, so it's going to be on Xbox One and Xbox Series X. But we also know that it's not an Xbox exclusive, so it will be on the PS5, and I assume the PS4. Whether they have a smart delivery service similar to Xbox, we don't know yet, but I'm sure we'll find out soon. I mean, they'll be missing a boat if they don't. They're like in trouble. Uh, don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they. I feel like they have to now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, from the from their website, uh, the vampire website, it said, "Enter the world of darkness and rise through vampire society. Experience Seattle, which is a cool setting, um, a city full mm. full of alluring, dangerous characters and factions. In this sequel to the cult classic, which obviously with it being Bloodlines Two, must have been an original, but I never played it." Your yep. choices, plots, and schemes will change the balance of power. So it sounds sounds like a game where there's a lot of choice. Maybe there's like five different, well, I don't know how many different like vampire crews almost, like or like they say factions. And yeah. You kind of make your alliances with ones, and I guess go against the others. So it's like decisions you make in the game will affect. Yeah. What's happening with your? Did you say like faction? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if you take on another faction, your faction kind of split like i don't know yeah no that's quite interesting then. It, it'd be interesting to see if you can like betray your faction and stuff like that yeah um, turn on your own well, faction in the next line does say choose a side among the competing vampire factions i should have read that bit next um <laughs> but yeah it says everyone has hidden agendas to so choose your allies wisely so obviously you may pick one faction because they look the best to you but they've obviously got some secrets they don't want you to know about as well mm. um I thought the trailer was really cool and actually funny. It was the one where they were like dancing. Um, and was it a Christmas tree? And there was like those people with like like fish hooks in their mouth. It looked really creepy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. really creepy. But and it was, it was quite like funny. the comic style as well, like a comic yeah. book kind yeah, of style graphics. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I thought it looked really good. It's got a lot of potential. Um, the only thing I would say with this one is this game wouldn't make me pick xbox because i know it's on the other console so it's not a game that's gonna make me go to xbox but mm -hmm. because it was there i imagine they might have some sort of deal with them on maybe the dlc and stuff but yeah, again I, that's not the kind of thing that personally sways me to a console um but i thought it looked cool it's something i'm definitely keeping my eye on because i'd heard of it i wasn't that interested but the trailer got me interested it was a very good trailer i thought yeah, yeah, it did look good. Like I kind of like the graphic style they was going with. Yeah. So the other one that uh, I think is the only AAA game that they showed, wasn't it? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, and it, I think it's the kind of um, it's the biggest announcement recently, isn't it? And that is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like it's the biggest announced game that they've had over the last like couple of weeks. Yeah, because we actually spoke about this on yeah. So in the last two weeks, no other big game, well, AAA game has been announced or shown. Um, yeah, like I said, it's a fact, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and at the event, I mean, like we said, it wasn't really a gameplay event, 
But they had a first look gameplay, you know, quotations trailer there, which didn't show a lot. But that, you know, like we said, that was the event. Although we did see moments of running, some tackling, a little bit of combat with an axe being thrown, and um, you was know that, that looked at cool. At the end, to me. was there was he dual wielding like mini axes or something? Yeah, so that's what I was going to get into. But in this oh, game, well <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was going to get into that. But yeah, so he is dual wielding the axes. So that's the that was actual gameplay footage though. Yeah. So everything you see there. So like, do you know the scene when he was like running through the, what looked like to be a church? Yeah, that was all gameplays. So there was a little bit of gameplay in this one, but in terms of the story, we have a lot more to know now. Like, there's a lot more information out there. Uh, you play as a character called Ivor. I, I wouldn't like it's spelled E I V O R. So if you're talking like you know Norwegian, it's going to be pronounced like Ivor. Yeah, but you can actually play as either a male or a female. Um, they did the Odyssey, been... right? Yeah, it's the same as Odyssey. Um, Obviously, the visuals difference, but there's no difference in the way the story would be played out as we know yet. So okay. it doesn't matter. So as we know, it doesn't matter whether you're a male or a female. The story is going to kind of play out the same. Uh, the game and it's going to be set in the nineteenth, no, the ninth century, not nineteenth century, the ninth <laughs> century, uh, beginning in the year eight hundred and seventy-three. So a bit like a few years ago, if you know what I mean. Um, your clan. So you start off. Your clan is in. They're calling them clans. So kind of in the vampire that blood bloodline you've got factions and this is clans uh at the beginning of the game you're kind of set in norway but you leave there to start a new life in uh england which you know back in them days you had the saxons and the saxons don't really like your presence being there and in the gameplay like the trailer reveal you kind of see the first boss if you could call him that being the king of wessex alfred you know i, I mean yeah. i'm not very good at history but um it's carrying on with its RPG style, which we saw in Odyssey, which I actually really enjoyed the RPG kind of style, even though it's not typical with an Assassin's Creed game. You know, when it's all kind of, you just do the missions. That's how I remember Assassin's Creed well, back yeah, in the day. I guess it's the new Assassin's Creed now, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like that's where they want to take it because the worlds, they're making them so much bigger. Um, but like I said, I, I enjoyed Odyssey, so I like the RPG style of it, and I'm glad that they're carrying on. And um, but what is new in Valhalla, so I mentioned it uh, just a minute ago, is that you will manage a crew, a settlement, and it's like your own little kind of village um, that your clan mates will live in, and it can change along with the decisions you make in the game. So... Um, if it can have a positive effect on your faction or it can have a negative effect. effect. I can't even get my words out. A negative effect on your factions, the choices you make in the game and in the story. And uh, some other big news that come out for it was the other day that they've already announced a DLC. Now, I kind of don't like this, but I'm going to finish this off. Um, A Legend of Beowulf mission. Now, I don't... I don't see why that should be a DLC. I feel that should be in the full game, in my own personal opinion. But it is you will discover the cruel truth, that's how they labelled it, behind the legend of Beowulf. See, I feel like that should have been in the full game itself. But, um, yeah, I feel like that's where games are going now, you know, all this DLC. Yeah. I, feel, I just think... You shouldn't announce a DLC before the game's released itself. Exactly what I was just about to say. I hate this new trend of, oh, here's our new game, and 
here's the DLC. I'm like, well, if you've already got it, just put it in the game. Yeah. So that's what I get I'm it. Like, you want more money, but still. Mm. It just makes no sense to me. Why not give us, the consumers, the full game? You've got a DLC lined up. Why not just have that in the game and then think of something new? Or don't even announce this until exactly. you release the game. If you're going to do it, do it like a month after. But even what if it is ready now. But what I think is really cool about this Valhalla, so you know on Assassin's Creed, you can, um, you know, you ride around on horses and stuff like that. Like you see yep. me when I played Odyssey. Uh, you can actually have a wolf mount. Oh, wow. So, not, so you can have horse and all that lot, but you can actually just ride around on a wolf, which acts as, I think, they said it can kind of act like a companion as well. So with the, um, like the gameplay and the fighting styles, you can like summon a companion is going to be one of the skills. Like, so they have a skill tree and they summon a companion to come and help you fight. Uh, I don't know how they're going to work that, but um, I feel like it could be your mount that, that comes with you. If you've got like a wolf mount, that will yeah. come and fight with you. But I think that's really cool. And I think it's going to be quite fun to ride around as like this big badass Viking killing English people on a wolf. With your pet wolf. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like this giant pet wolf carrying this big Norwegian man, like Viking. Yeah. So for me, it, I'm excited about Valhalla. Uh, I, I do want to see some more gameplay of it. Like I said in the trailer, there just wasn't much to go on, but that just sums up the whole event. Yeah, um, definitely. But from what I can see from the story and stuff, it does look like it's going to be a great game again. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it and we'll definitely keep you guys updated if there's more news to come out in the next podcast. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to look into that one. I've, I've not looked into Assassin's Creed in, well, in years now, but it's definitely one I'm keeping my eye on. Yeah, you didn't um, even play the last one, did you, either? I haven't played one since Black Flag and I didn't like it. Whichever one likes. Oh, see, so I, yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people rated Black Flag. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I've got one more game to talk about and it's by far the one I'm most excited about from the event. Yeah, and from what I've seen, a lot of people are excited about this one. Scorn. Now, yes, I've, watched, I've also heard a lot of people also excited like me. Scorn, the trailer was definitely just a trailer. There was no gameplay, which is one disappointing thing, but that's the only disappointing thing for me. Even though the trailer didn't really give you much, it gave you enough to be like, I want to know what the hell this game is. So it's, <laughs> it's called Scorn, S-C-O-R-N. And I've actually found out that it was been in development since 2014. So they've had this going quite a while now. Um, and it's made by a Serbian developer called Ebb Software. It's a first-person horror adventure game. Now, it doesn't say first-person shooter, but I did do some research, and apparently it started as a first-person shooter. But the way mm. they've now worded it as a first-person horror adventure, maybe it's no longer a shooter, I don't know. Um but they've described it as players exploring a dreamlike world in a non-linear fashion, which means you can do different things at different times. It's not all in one way. And you will soon learn that every location has its own story, puzzles and characters. And even the unsettling environment is a character itself, which just reading that got me pretty hyped. Like that <laughs> means that the environment's going to be some really crazy stuff. Um, yeah. The trailer was weird when it like, it was just, it had an alien vibe to me. The, fun, the fun yeah, alien. I was gonna say it definitely looked aliany. Like yeah. something was coming out of it. It looked like an alien's head coming out of a stomach. Yeah, no, like it, it was, was like really a statue, odd. wasn't it? 
was it like a, a building or a statue? It, I, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's so. I think that's what I liked about the trailer was that it intrigued me to want to know more, and that's why I'm so excited for it at the moment. Obviously, if I find out more and I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty naff, then obviously, I've, there goes the hype. But right now, they've got me. Like, and what I did find out was that this is actually exclusive to Xbox. Oh. PlayStation will not be getting this at least timed so at least like it's at least a timed exclusive so xbox are getting it first if they're if playstation are getting it at all so it could be like a year until playstation potentially potentially wow Um, i also found out that it's on well i think they announced on the day it's going to be straight on game pass which again means i've got that game technically for free which is incredible yep me too Um, standard stuff 4k 60 frames per second it's not going to be on xbox one so, so it's, it's kind of a just Series X exclusive. Series X, yeah. Series X and PC, but I mean, it's console exclusive. Um, mm. Xbox do have all their games now. But yeah, it's an Xbox Series X exclusive, not even Xbox One. So, I mean, if this game looks as good as it, it I hope it does. May, this is one of the games that could potentially persuade me to buy an Xbox Series X over PS5. Straight off the bat. <sighs> I mean... I'm saying that just on what we've got at the moment. I am yeah. expecting PlayStation Five to come and say, "Oh, look!" What I, we've got. I literally I thought you yeah. was just announcing, like, "Yeah, I'm just going to get an Xbox." No, I, was like, I still oh, need to see more. No, not right now. Hang about. <laughs> I'm saying if PlayStation don't grab me and scorns like they show me some stuff and I'm like, oh, "Okay, that's it. I need that game." So, is there I don't think that's anything on like the story, gameplay, anything like that? Nope. It's all mysterious. Wow. So, yeah, that's all I've got. That's all I've got to say, but. If you like horror games, watch the trailer and tell me that you're not intrigued because I thought it looked bloody brilliant. Yeah, see, look at us going for like the psychological and the horror games. Yeah. Like, that's completely opposite to what I usually play, but from that event, that is what captured me the most was them games. I think sometimes, though, the like creepy horror trailers are often the best, though, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, because they kind of add like an eerie. Yeah effect and all that lot and you're kind of like oh what's this what's this and then yeah they cut it off and you're just fucking sat there shitting yourself <laughs> Do you know what I mean? yeah or just I mean, wondering like what what's coming next because that's how it that's how i feel watching like horror films and things like that or when you're playing a horror game you're always anticipating what's coming next so i feel with these trailers that they've dropped for like the medium and the game you just spoke about it's it's like what's next that's why it gets us so hyped for it yeah and i I'm hoping, well, we're obviously not going to see these games at PlayStation, but I'm hoping we do see them from Xbox again soon. Well, Xbox have got their own event coming up, haven't they? They're doing one every month. Um, so they've said that the July month is going to be first party t- first party titles. So Halo, Hellblade, um, which I'm going to get into in a minute, um, games like that. But the June one, they've just said it's different. So I think the June one, because it's the typical E3 month, I think the June one, we're going to find out the price and launch date of the console. Oh. Because I think leaving it to August is too late, personally. Do you think... I've, do you not think about July time? July is already the first party titles. I mean, they could do it with that. See, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, potentially, potentially. Mm. Ah, so we could even find out the price of the consoles next month. Yeah, it could be Damn. as soon as June. 
Mm. Get saved. Well, that's guys. Definitely exciting news. Yeah, I'm already saving, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm already there, mate. Don't worry about that. Right, so the other news that we have is EA announcing the Mass Effect trilogy being remastered. Technically I... not an announcement. Pardon? It's a rumour. Oh, it's a rumour? Yeah, and EA are refusing, from, from what I can see, to comment, which makes everyone say, like, oh, it's, it's announced. Um, so you... Yeah, it's not official. Oh, see what I've been seeing. Like everyone's talking about, it, I thought it was official. Unless I, I might be late to the party here. Carry on anyway. Oh, mate, I thought you was running this one. You know more about Mass Effect than me. I was just introducing it. <laughs> okay, I carry. I carry on. Um, <laughs> well, I, well, from what I know, this is a re uh, a remaster, a, a rumor that the Mass Effect trilogy will be remastered. Now, it has again because it's a rumor, not a full announcement, unless. Are you, are you searching it now? Yeah, I'm having a quick look. Slow down. Um, <laughs> I, I personally think it's a bit too late for, well, saying that other games have been announced for remasters, but a remaster for the current gen, so PS4 and Xbox One, personally, I think it's a bit late for that. Do you not? Yeah, to remaster these sort of games for this generation of console, just as they're coming to like the end of their, you know, quote well quotation cycle i feel like you could at least get another good couple of years out of your consoles i do feel like it's a bit too late for it now i do and i personally think if they was if they might if they if it is a thing they might come out and say oh no it's it's actually for ps5 and xbox series x i'd be like okay yeah that's all right but if these consoles these new consoles are going to have this backwards compatibility which xbox definitely has and ps5 has some sort of whatever we don't really fully know it yet but is it really would you buy that like if i think i would i think you'd rather I would. the up you'd I... rather the better graphics and the yeah because i guess especially I... if it is next gen yeah yeah because they didn't come out on this gen did they no all 360 so talking... and ps3 yeah. yeah so i'd rather because i haven't played any you've played do you play all yeah, three I've played all of them yeah yeah see so i haven't played any of them, um, I don't know anything about the story. So if I want to pick it up and I know that there's a remaster coming, I'd rather wait until the remaster's released and then play it then. So then you get the full HD remaster of it and you're not playing last gen's version. I know that's the original version, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to change anything about the story, just up with the graphics. Yeah. Um, but like we're saying, there is an EA Play um, event scheduled for june so that's where people are saying it could be announced because there was a ea hd title that was mentioned yes so like press uh, not press conference they're like say the what you call earnings call yeah so um a website i think they're a company called VentureBeat. i don't know if you've heard of them not personally no but yeah so uh what i'm reading now is that uh VentureBeat wrote, oh, and that HD remaster of an EA game is the Mass Effect trilogy. So they're the ones that have kind of dropped that it is a Mass okay. Effect trilogy that's okay. been remastered. So it is kind of an announcement because EA haven't come out and said anything. Yeah. And where they've got their event coming up in June. I'd Yeah, so I'm, I'd, I'd play it. I'd definitely play it. See, having played them, I would like to play them again. Don't get me wrong. Um I think 
two and three were pretty good. Well, they were very good games. Two and three were very good games. Yeah, one was a good game. It's just it was dated. Like they they definitely hit the mark with number two and then carried it on with three. A bit like, in my opinion, the Uncharted series. But I think Mass Effect one could definitely do with like an upres and a a little bit of a tweaking just to make it slightly better in terms of gameplay and whatnot. The other two, I I mean, yeah, they could probably up the graphics a bit, but I personally wouldn't touch them. Um, they were just great games. Um, so if, even if they said, oh, it's just Mass Effect 1 being up, like properly redone, but you also get 2 and 3 with it as like the standard. So like a like a big bundle. Wasn't that yeah. kind of what Uncharted done? Uh, yeah, they did Uncharted 1, 2 and 3 together. Yeah, but I think they did touch them up all slightly. Um, yeah, so... That's what I'm saying. So would EA do that with Mass Effect? Yeah, I think if they're going, if they're doing it, they're definitely touching them all up. But I think Mass Effect One could do with the most touching. <laughs> that sounds weird, but <laughs> you, you get my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, touchy, touchy. Yeah, no. So that's not really confirmed. I thought it was confirmed with the way that everyone's going on about it. It's been, but yeah, it's, it's been talked all about. A lot I'm sure we'll, we'll find out at the EA Play 2020 event that is scheduled for June. We don't know a specific date for that yet. There's still no date. Yeah, I well, I personally don't know a specific no, I've date. Not, no, I've not heard a date, I don't think. So all we know is that, that is coming June. So if you're a big fan of the franchise and you would like to play it again on your current consoles, then keep your eye out on that. We'll definitely keep you guys updated. Yeah, so, and, it sounds like it's going to be announced, doesn't it? Yeah, but this is the thing today. That happened today, like I said, time of recording, well, date of recording, the 13th of May. That got me excited. Unreal Engine 5 was revealed today and oh my god did that not get you hyped for the next generation i am so glad it happened right before the podcast like... now i'm not gonna lie I, I, yeah so i'm like i'm not gonna lie i didn't understand anything they were saying like i said guys i'm not a tech person i don't understand things like that there was talking about so many triangles makes up this i didn't understand <laughs> a lot any of triangle of that. talk a lot of triangle yeah, talk there was like oh we'll get on to what they showed but they're saying like this room has 30 billion triangles, like little triangles. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't understand that, but this game looks, well, it wasn't even a game. It was just something they made to show off the Unreal Engine 5. And to me, it just looks amazing. Like, I yeah. really can't wait for next generation. And that is on the PlayStation 5, not the Xbox. The gameplay that was shown was not on the Xbox, was not on PC. It was on PlayStation 5 and it looked amazing. Did you watch like them talking afterwards the, uh, epic, the head of epic tim sweeney no i turned off after the trailer so <laughs> I, I was i i because i i'm not i'm not techie techie but i understood bits of what they were saying uh, i'm not even going to try and explain it personally now but tim sweeney no you you just you're, you're holding the torch mate you've got you have just <laughs> no. basically saying yeah I'm if gonna you want to know more go watch it but <laughs> tim sweeney the head of epic who obviously I mean, now they're famous for Fortnite, but in my opinion, famous for Gears of War. Yeah, um, Gears of War. And they're the makers of Unreal Engine. He he was he said it multiple times, and it almost felt like is either they either Sony paid him to talk like this, or he genuinely believes it. And I don't know. Multiple, multiple times he said the PlayStation Five console and like the ability it has for game developers is better than anything. Like he didn't say Xbox, but he said there is. N- he said it's the best thing out there. He said it's Oof. better than. He said it's better than the high end PCs, which is insane. 
I mean, yeah. he, he he would know. He he's probably he, had he the PS5 know. for at least a year. <laughs> so, and that's the thing. This wasn't a Sony event, and no. like, I know you said Sony could have paid him, but this wasn't a Sony event. It's nope. the Summer of Games. Is it? Is, am I right? In uh, yeah, Summer of Games Festival. Game and yeah, yeah. Like that, I think yeah. That, I think that's what they're calling it. But it was just a Summer of Games Festival. It wasn't a Sony event. And for him to say something like that, someone that, you know, obviously develops these engines and they're obviously compatible with the PC and uh, Xbox. It's, it's compatible with mobile. Say, it's compatible with literally yeah. everything. So for him to say something like that, it's... I feel... See, I don't want to get onto pricing, but I feel if you're paying even £600 for a PlayStation 5, it's got to be worth it, surely. With the way oh, that this game I, I, I don't want to get into the suffix of money. <laughs> no, I think, no, but, personally for me, that's too high. But no, but if you think, yeah, but think about it. You're paying in upwards of a thousand to two thousand for a high-end PC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you pay, and it if that you're way, getting, yeah, yeah. and if he's coming out and saying, I know that. Now, don't get me wrong. This is only for games that are supported by Unreal Engine. It's not yeah. going to be every single game. But from what we saw from Unreal Engine Five. That just any, look, any game that uses that engine is going to be yeah, insane. It's going to look so good, and that just for me, I feel like upwards six hundred pounds max, maybe I'd I'd pay. I would pay just purely because of that. You know, so I'd pay. Going into the technical side a little bit, I think the main things I took from it was that some of the things that are going to be better that the next gen is going to benefit from is that if they use this engine, the lighting is now. They kept saying dynamic. Um, the lighting is going to be like ten times better than it was in this gen, and it's it's not exactly bad this gen, is it? No, um, no. But you could see that though um, when she was like holding that orb in her hand and yeah, she put it over yeah. the pottery. Yeah, like the reflections of what you'd get. Like, say, if you had a torch on your phone or just a normal torch, and you shined it over a piece of metal, like the white sort of reflection that would bounce off that moves with it. It was doing that in the trailer. Now that looked, yeah. The, it just looks amazing. It was incredible. Um, yeah, it's the textures as well. This is where to get onto the triangles. We won't go into that, but yeah, see, I, was, I know nothing about that. I was looking up on Reddit afterwards, and I clicked on one of the articles about it. And there was the first comment was from a guy who claimed to be a game developer for a AAA company. Obviously, he's not going to say who he is or what. And it literally said, "I cannot begin to explain to you how insane." that gameplay demo was. He said, as a AAA developer, mm. he said, that gameplay demo had him like more hyped than anything he's ever seen. He said, that is insane. And yeah. then under that was another AAA developer backing him up. And there was like this chain of developers saying, this is it. Like, this is... Oh my future, God, oh my God, future, oh my God. <laughs> like, obviously they're the nerdy guys, not nerdy guys, but they're the techie guys that get all this. And is... then someone like... Not me, but someone like me messaged him, uh, commented saying, like a question, does this make it easier for developers or because of how insane this is now, is it now even harder to make games? And what made me happy was that he said, this makes developing 10 times easier. So yeah, because they spoke now look this that, much better. Yeah. yeah. For them to look this much better and it's easier to make them this much better. I mean, game developers have no excuse now. <laughs> In my yeah, opinion, no, if your game that. looks shit now, you, you're not doing it right. Yeah, definitely. But um, one thing so, I did note was that it's not launched until next year, as in 
mid to late 2021. So mm. games that are coming out this year will not be using that engine. Have that. Yeah. But then, Which is you know, the only is, bummer. Yeah, this is just... But this is just the release year of the next gen. Do you know what I mean? So this, yeah. uh, the cycle's going to go, what, yeah. six, seven years? Yeah. You're so, never going to get the best-looking games at the beginning of the cycle. Yeah. We're going to get plenty of games that are going to have this on... Well, I'm hoping we're going to get plenty of games that look like that. I'm hoping they're all going to look like that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the other engines will look good. That's what I'm saying. We haven't seen anything yet. So this is... Because that was gameplay. That was just a little... What was it? A nine-minute gameplay? Something like that. Um, Yeah, so that was... It was a a demo, wasn't it? They they made this demo purposely for this reveal. But they did ask him, and he said, no, this is actually playable, and every time you play it, it would be slightly different because it's an actual gameplay demo. Um, Yeah. But I, I don't know about you, but I was genuinely gutted when I found out it wasn't an actual game. <laughs> yeah. It looked that good. <laughs> it looked so good. Even, like, we knew nothing about it. And, like, there was no name for it or whatever, but the, the gameplay itself, like, at the end when she was... Flying. She picked up that yellow orb and she was just oh. bursting through the air and running, like, kind of like free running. Yeah. It looked so good. And I was like, I want to play this. And then I was that... expecting, like, a, a title at the end of it popping up yeah. saying, like, whatever the game was called. Yeah. Release date, blah blah But there was just nothing. So it kind of no. bummed me out a bit, but... That gameplay trailer or demo was genuinely better than the whole, in terms of gameplay, yeah. anything from the Xbox event. Yeah, in terms of gameplay, it was. Yeah. It was. Um, but my one question thing I did find. Oh, go on, you go. Is this the end of PC Master Race? Oh, you know, I don't think so. You know, people saying that. No, I don't People think say so. PC Master Race, consoles, this and that, right? The. I'm, I'm not going. Like I said, I don't know all anything about tech. I'm not going into the details. But with what they were saying about these, like the PlayStation Five specifically, you know, and for its price, could that be the end of the PC mass race kind of thing people have going on? A bit controversial, I, I know. But I think people who are on the PC kind of side of the argument, they're they're always going to have the frame rate. Um, over us, over I say us, over consoles. Um, it's like the a lot of people are actually a little bit annoyed with Assassin's Creed Valhalla that it's locked at thirty frames per second. It's four K, yeah. but thirty frames per second. And I saw yeah. a lot of people bad mouthing that. And I think that is one thing PC are still going to have over consoles this generation. So I don't think it's over yet. It's going to happen because we're close. Like PlayStation Five is apparently better or as good as a high-end PC now. So we're close. Yeah, we're, we're definitely getting there. I just wanted to chuck it out there, just because what he was saying and stuff like that. Just a, yeah. an opinion. Obviously, everyone's got their own opinion to it, but, you know, could we be finally catching up? Could it be the end of PC Master Race? You, you never know. It could be. I mean, personally, I think I'd rather play Xbox 360 than PC, so... Um, <laughs> What else did I have here? I had another note. Um, ah, I know I found one game that has been announced as an Unreal Engine game, but then I I wanted to discuss it. So one of the Xbox exclusives, um, Hellblade, the Hellblade sequel, I think it's called Senua's Sacrifice. So the original Hellblade is on both consoles, but then Xbox bought the company, so the sequel is now just on Xbox. Um, it's an Xbox exclusive, and it's supposedly using Unreal Engine. So now I'm... I've got two questions. 
is this Hellblade game, which is one of their big games like to draw you into the console now, is that game going to come out in, like, say, I don't know, the end of 2021 or early 2022 so that it can use Unreal Engine 5 and be, like, say, the first game with that incredible graphics? But that means but it, Xbox haven't got that game for ages. Do you know what it's I mean? Got like, to be, yeah, I get that, but it's got to be really, hasn't it? Well, or it's still using Unreal Engine 4. but And they release it nearer the launch date. Yeah, but then what's the point of that? Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, why not yeah. just use Unreal Engine Five on it? Because surely I they've guess got it the game. What other games they got in the in their locker? Xbox. Yeah, so, so surely they've got that. Like, not. I don't want to say ready, but surely they've. Yeah, they, like they can have that ready, can't they? Like to release when they release Unreal Engine Five. Like release that as the flagship game. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. But it depends. Whatever. If Xbox haven't got any other massive games, then. If you're releasing Halo Five this say November, and yeah. you're not released releasing the next big exclusive until I mean well, don't get me wrong, Scorn and that they're not AAA. If your next AAA exclusives in like what over a year and a half, it's like. Well, would you not count like Forza and games like that as AAA? I think people that like Forza would count it. So that would be one of their other big games, then, wouldn't it? But I also think that would be launch day. Well. See, this I is think what I'm saying. A trick if they don't do it on launch. So this yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I just think, I think Hellblade potentially could be the first game that we see that properly utilizes Unreal Engine Five. So that could be a game to keep an eye on. It could be. Speaking of games, what have you been playing anyway? Oh dear, <laughs> I was <laughs> I was doing my list today of what I've been playing, and I've been playing a lot of different games. So I'm going to try and keep this short and sweet for most of them. I think I mentioned last time I've been playing Football Manager, Animal Crossing, Gears Five. I've been playing. I'm they're my three games that I'm just playing all the time. Like I'm not going to talk about them every two weeks. <laughs> last time I think on the podcast I said I just beat Control. Yeah. I can now proudly say I've platinumed it. Congratulations! Um, yeah, Clap thank up. you, thank you. It was um, it was a fun platinum. Um, I used a guide. I use guides for all my platinums because I've not got the time really to cheap. waste. <laughs> um. <laughs> I only use it for, like the guides for like collectibles or finding where the side mission is sort of thing. Yeah. Um, locations rather than how do I do something. Um but it was it was a fun platinum and it's a control is a great game. It's just not a top top tier game for me. Um but there's not much else to say about that other than I got the pl- uh, platinum and apparently it's a difficult one so I'm happy. Um yeah. So now what I'm playing on stream um is a Plague Tale Innocence. And I'm, a big, like I'm, a, I'm a big fan of this game. I like, yeah, I like the look of it. I was watching your stream um, yeah. the other night. It's, I like uh, the look of it. It's really cool. So, a brief, very brief, like description of it for those listening. It's set in. Well, I still don't really know. I believe it's France. Um, yeah, it's probably in, yeah. I think it's France. In the period of the plague, I'm going to sound like a right idiot now because I don't know the actual time period of when the plague was. But you play as a you play as a girl called Amica, and you've got a little brother called. Hugo? God, I'm, for someone who's played this literally the other day, I don't know much. <laughs> um, I don't want to go into the story details because I think you should play it because it's great. But it's a very... Most, the majority of the game is quite stealth-based, but there's also some really cool combat with... You get like a... Not a slingshot, but like a... You sling rocks at people, basically. Um, and that's... When I thought that was like 
as much combat as it would get. But as you get into the game, there's other options for combat, which improve the stealth, give you more options and stealth. And I keep getting surprised by it. There's like puzzles to solve. It's it's just really cool. And there's also some really kind of messed up scenes. Uh, I think you saw one on my on the stream, which I'm not going to talk about because again, guys, you should play this game. It's free on Game Pass. Um, yeah, I know. But exactly it really does make you that. think. Oh wow, this is they've really almost stepped over a line here. Yeah. Um, but it's it makes you feel like you're in this era because maybe people had to do that. I mean, this this actual story is a bit far fetched, I guess, but to an extent, they were just trying to survive this kind of period. Um, mm. But it's a really cool game. Um, I've also been playing Infamous from PlayStation now, the very first Infamous game. I'm a big fan of the Infamous series, and I've wanted to play this game again. Um, and I've been, obviously, because it's PS3, you have to stream it. I just wanted to bring this one up because I'm I'm personally impre- pleasantly surprised at how well that works, um, the PlayStation Now streaming service. I'm playing that again. I'm also playing... Oh, I've wrote Infamous twice. I've not been playing it twice. Um <laughs> I'll let you talk because then I was going to, we could both talk about the games we played last night. Right. So, uh, off stream, I've been playing a bit of Streets of Rage 4. Bit Oops. of nostalgia for everyone. Yeah. Um, taking me back to my Sega days. My How far have you got? Only past the first chapter. I haven't been playing it much off stream because okay. the other game I've been playing is one, I'm not going to talk too much about the story because I'm not. I haven't been a massive fan of the franchise. I don't want to piss a lot of people off with my. I just want to give my opinion of it so far, and that is the Final Fantasy VII remake. Now, it is the original was classed as one of the best games of all time. Yeah, Final I think Fantasy. A lot of Final everyone, Fantasy fans call it the best one. Yeah, uh, everyone knows about Final Fantasy. Like I know about Final Fantasy, even though I've never played a game before this one. Um, so I don't want to go too much into the story because. I've played about six hours of Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I still don't really know what's going on. Um, <laughs> it, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Um, I know a lot. Of, like I like the combat. I didn't know. I didn't think I'd like the combat because with the originals, it's very turn-based. But what I did like about it is that you can stick true to the roots of turn-based. So at the beginning, when you select like your difficulty, you can play classic mode, which is the turn-based system. So for people that haven't played the remake yet and have played the old games and like that combat system, you can still do it. So don't worry, you you don't have to just quote-unquote hack and slash like I'm doing because I prefer that kind of type of game. But um, yeah, I'm first thoughts is a very story-based, cutscene kind of movie game. Like you're, you're kind of just playing along with the story, which I think Final Fantasy is. Like, I don't know, like, like, this is why I didn't want to go into too much detail on it, because I don't want to butcher a whole franchise as being someone that's only played one and having a massive opinion of it. But it seems like the story's set out as a movie and you're just playing little parts of it. Okay. Because yeah. every, it's like every five, ten minutes, there's a cutscene and it's good. Don't get me wrong, I, I am enjoying it. Um, the combat's nice. Uh, I'm getting used to the switching between your party, so you can like I think it's parties up to three. I've only had parties up to three so far. I don't know if it gets bigger than that. Um, I'm on chapter seven, so I, I'm enjoying it. But that is 
what I am playing at the moment. So hopefully in two weeks' time I would have completed it and I'll have a bit of a better understanding of the Final Fantasy franchise by then and of this specific game because like we've just said, it is classed as the best Final Fantasy game so I don't want to slate it too much as someone that's only played it for about five hours. But I am enjoying it. It is a good game. I would recommend anyone to pick it up. It is quite easy to pick up, but I do feel like having... I don't know if it matters, but I feel like it does not playing any of the ones before if I'm missing out on any of the storyline. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. That's that's kind of my opinion at the moment of Final Fantasy VII Remake. So I've, I've, I'm like you, I've never played any of them. They've never appealed to me because of the turn-based combat but yeah is it i again i don't know i'm I'm asking a question is it like a i guess i guess you might not know so it might be silly asking but is each game a different story or do they all link i yeah see that's i I feel maybe we're the wrong people to talk about (laughs) well you know sometimes this sort of opinion matters but i feel like they do in a way do link in a way yeah so the main character that i'm playing as is a character called cloud and i feel like things have happened before because i swear there's been scenes where they're talking about something happening but there's not right. been like but you don't a know cut scenes back yeah. in time if you know what i mean so i feel like if you've played say final fantasy 6 you yeah. know what they're talking about but i'm not too sure i could okay. be completely wrong um but if you're asking me that i'll give you my genuine answer it is i think you do have to you play to have some sort one. of understanding yeah yeah or some sort of knowledge but yeah. I've just picked it up, and I feel like I'm kind of getting on with it. Um, I feel like I haven't scratched the surface because I think I've read online there's 15 chapters. Don't quote me on that. I'm probably wrong, but I am not even halfway. Well, I'm just about halfway through. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it, though. So that's what I've been playing, and I'm enjoying Final Fantasy. I'm going to be playing that again very, very soon on stream. So, yeah, I don't want to say anything bad about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <last night. laughs> so every Tuesday, guys, if you uh, a lot of our listeners know, but if you're new here, every Tuesday, most Tuesdays at least anyway, we stream together. We stream a game together. And yesterday we decided to play a new game called, well, I say new game. It's an old game, but we've never played it. Payday 2. Oh. I'll let you start because <laughs> okay. what did you think um, of Payday 2? In, in, okay, in, let's, let's make it interesting. In one word, horrible. There that you go. Pretty much sums it up. That pretty much sums it up. I it was a say hor- boring. Yeah, it was just horrible. It was a horrible experience. Like I, I was so hyped to actually play it. Yeah, so was I. I reading up online, and everyone's like, "Oh, the co-op's so good. The game's so good. It's not." I'm sorry. I don't know if this is just because we're playing it on a PS4 and everyone's saying it's great on a PC, but it felt so clunky and slow and boring and easy i mean we wasn't playing everything on easy mode we was playing i think the missions we played were on normal yeah but, but i mean we was doing the objectives and i could just walk past and not die like i could yeah. be being shot they'd shoot me for like five seconds and not even that and i'd just walk past them and then they'd start shooting something else and it's like, like that's not what i expected i expected like you know you rush in rob a bank you know i mean we tried doing it stealthy but there was no Nowhere telling you where to go, was there? It was kind of like no. no objective point. It was like get in a building. Okay, so what do we do? Do we smash through a window? Do we go around the side? And like, do you know what I mean? I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it. I think maybe if we knew more what we were supposed to do, it would have 
like, I think they like to give you that option of you do it however you want, which I, I, I get that, but there should have been something, like, even if it was some sort of idea of how to do it, like, something. It literally just was like, oh, yeah, there's a building over there, getting it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. then before you knew it, the police were chasing us, like, ah, oh, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It just, it felt really sluggish and clunky to play and aim and shoot. The guns felt like they didn't have anything, like, it's like you were shooting a pea gun to me. It didn't feel <laughs> like you were shooting a real gun. Which no. I guess it's a cartoony game, but still, like, it didn't have any. I can't even explain it. It just, it just felt like you was playing a paper person. It just felt really flimsy. But I also like the mask, sluggish. Though. The yeah, customizing the mask was the best bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. That's what I like the most about the game. That, that... So as you can tell, guys, we didn't really get on with that game. But then we decided to stop playing that because obviously we wasn't having much fun. And jumped on to Overcooked 2. Now, I've played the first one with my girlfriend on the Switch, but this was on Game Pass. Great game. Well, yeah. No, it (laughs) is a great game. And we had... Well, you you ended up actually crying. Crying. I was crying. By the end of it, I was crying. Um, It was hilarious. It was was a lot of fun. I wasn't crying in pain, guys. Don't get me wrong. He was crying through laughter because Welchie is just... Like, he's just headless in the kitchen. He doesn't... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for those that don't know you're, it's it's a game it's called Overcooked 2 it's a cooking game a co-op cooking game You can, I think you can play it on your own but it's, it's, it's much better with friends trust me and you kind of have to like coordinate between you the kitchen someone has to chop a tomato someone has to cook the tomato someone has to give the plate into the the end point whatever you want to call it the the customers I guess um, but there's other things you've got to wash the plates you've got to cut potatoes you've got to I don't know Name something you've probably got to do it, um, but also the the control the controls are in a way where it's very fast paced. The game is so fast paced, isn't it? Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, always... you've got ten orders up on the screen, and that throws you off. It threw me off anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, like, I'm having a meltdown. I've lost oh, my head. I lost, I lost my meltdown. head more than once. <laughs> There's actually going to be a video on YouTube, guys, from a few highlights from that stream if you want to go and watch it on our YouTube channel, which you can see in the description of this podcast. Yeah, definitely. Highly recommend you guys check that out. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, Should we move on to our story piece or opinion piece even? Yes. You first. Have you got anything else you've played? No, that's what I've been playing, mate. Just that Final Fantasy and Streets of Rage. Cool. The games that we think deserve a remaster now we mean a remaster in terms of not a sequel we genuinely mean a actual remaster so the same game that we are going to originally talk about but slightly improved to yeah. to meet today's kind of audience so we've got five each you got five yeah i've got five okay i'll start then and i'm going to go with one which i think most people well, everyone that's played it would probably agree with me, and that is Bully, or what is first Great known point. as what was it first known as Canis Canum Edit on PS2. Yeah. Um, so technically, I don't know if you know they even called it a remaster. I think they just republished it onto the 360 and PS3. Um, I don't actually think anything changed, so I'm not going to count that as a remaster. But I would love Bully to be remastered onto PS4 or PS5 or whatever console you want to talk about next gen 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, some sort of next gen console. Either one. Just, I would love to play that game again, but in incredible HD graphics. Um, I'd love to go running. I think it's Bullworth Academy to school. I'd love to go running around beating up people, which sounds bad, but it's fun. Punching teachers and running away, or prefects and running away, and just causing mayhem in that school was just so much fun back then. And I'm maybe I'm being nostalgic, but I think it would be fun now. Um, yeah, I loved that game. Yeah, I mean, I I've never actually completed it because I just spent so much time not messing about. I, I mean, I did a fair chunk. Like I got outside the school into the town, which was almost my favorite bit. I used to love going around that town. Um, yeah, oh, it's just so so good, and I would like to complete it. And if they don't remaster it, I'm gonna have to play the old one at some point to complete it. But I am just hoping and hoping and hoping that Rockstar. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're doing a sequel, but. I would be happy with just a remaster. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I played that a lot. I completed the game. I loved uh, Bully. I definitely think it deserves a remaster or at least a sequel. 100%. I mean, <laughs> I can see them doing a remaster more than a sequel. Yeah. Because I don't know where they... If they say, oh, I guess if it's a sequel, it's a completely different person, different school, so maybe. But I don't know. I liked... The, is it Jimmy I think his name was um, in Bullworth Academy I liked that school I liked him and I, from what I played obviously I didn't finish it but I liked the story of his little story so yeah, personally like I would, I'd love a remaster of it yeah that's that would have been on my list but I knew you would have put that down so I left that one off <laughs> what's your first one <laughs> right so this is no particular order um, this is oh, one yeah, that I, no order yeah no order I, I shouldn't have been playing this one back in 2004 but I was playing it, and that is The Punisher. So I um, played this one. Yeah, it, oh, I, I definitely shouldn't have been playing it. I was. So you was what, eleven. Eleven years old playing an eighteen-rated game. For me, I thought it was it was so good. Like um, I've watched the series that was released recently. Um, that was brilliant. But the game, I played it on the original Xbox, and I loved every minute of it. It was just so brutal. You was just going around. Obviously, there was a story behind it. I can't remember too much of the story behind it, but you was just going around like you could feed people to pythons. You oh, was wow. putting their skulls through fucking chainsaws and just drowning them in acid to get answers and things like that. Um, yeah, I love that game. I feel like that's that night like that needs a remaster. I'm quite surprised they haven't with the series that was released and. You know, the hype that was kind of behind that, that they didn't remaster the game or at least release another one. Yeah. But is, um, it, um, is it an open world game, like a Grand Theft Auto style, or is it more... No, 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 no. No, yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, like you kind of had the setting you was in, you had to go complete that mission. Right, okay. It wasn't like open world or nothing like that. But it was third person and stuff like that. It was, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if a lot of people played it. Um... I shouldn't have been playing it. Like I said myself, I was 11 years old. But look at me now, I'm fine. I'm not going around killing people and stuff, you know. Uh, but... that's, that's your opinion. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, I mean, right. I hope you're not going around killing people, but I mean, I meant the fine bit. <laughs> so what's your second game, mate? My second game um, is Army of Two. Did you ever play Army of Two? I did. Great game. I loved Army of Two. Um, in my opinion, it's one of the greatest co-op games ever um I, to this day i i am i think 
in general, this generation has been pretty poor on co-op. Um, it's been very good for like on, online multiplayer this generation. <clears throat> yeah. But I think co-op it's really slacked, and I'm hoping we'll see a a surge of that back up again. But who knows? But I think Army of Two is one of the greatest co-op games ever. Um, yeah. I just got memories of playing the like there were scenes where you go back to back. So one of you shooting one way, one of you shoot the other way. But as you turn, like one of you will go up and one will duck down. And it was all slow-mo. It was so cool. Um, and I'd love that to be in like today's graphics. Um, there's yeah. a hot and cold system. So if one of you was doing all the shooting, all the enemies would be looking at you and targeting you. And then the other one could kind of like sneak around because the other guy was taking all the heat. Yeah, and I, I think that's that. what... That's what's gaming. That's what's missing for me in gaming is good co-op games. Yeah, and it was almost and tactical that side of it. I feel like it was released before its time. You yeah, know, if 100%. that was released now, it would be massive. I I personally 100%. feel that anyway. Yeah, but it was released too early because it was such like you said the way. Yeah, it was such a good game, and I, I, mean, I feel I like played it. I replayed it. I think just over a year ago on Xbox uh, Xbox One through the backwards compatible. Um, and I have to admit, it felt old and sluggish. Like it, it's it's not aged well, which is another reason why I think it deserves a remaster. Because if they can just tweak it a little bit so it feels more modern in terms of the movement institution and whatnot, and just mm. much better graphics, I personally think it would sell like hotcakes. Because everyone that played it back then would be like, "Oh crap, yeah, I remember that game. I need to get that again." Yeah, and there was and a lot of customization as well. Yeah, yes, they had like. You customize your guns before even games did that. Um, yeah. And yeah, I just think people that had never played it would see it and think, oh, I'd love to play that with my mate. Like that co op actually looks like proper good co op. Like you say, it was well ahead of its time, and I think it's well due a remaster. Yeah. What's your second Definitely. one? Right. So this one is a very, very old one. Uh, this one was released in 1998. Oh, wow. So yeah, this is an original PlayStation. So PlayStation original. Uh, I remember. I do remember playing this game, um, and it's called Heart of Darkness. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's a platformer, a cinematic platformer, and it was just, it was a great game. So basically, the, the bits I remember about the story, I can't remember the kid's name, but you're playing as a young boy, and um, you lose your dog, like, or your dog gets taken, and uh, you'd have to go through like a platformer style, and you have like this little. Um, like electric gun, kind of like from Ghostbusters. Oh yeah. So I don't know when they're shooting the ghost, but it's not ghosts. It was shadows. So and like okay. these shadows would like pop up, and you'd have to like shoot them, and you'd solve puzzles and like yeah. So if, remember platformers, like you're just walking along, you have to like solve a puzzle to get to the next bit. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just a really good game. Like it was a really good game. It was like. And I think it would sell well, especially like in the arcade, like indie scene. It would sell well, and I feel like it deserves a remake. Like not a lot of people it's played it. Its graphics are pretty poor now. Oh yeah, I don't think it would play well now. No way. But people would remaster it. it like, yeah. um, and that. So I feel like a remake for it, bring it back to life. Because there's nothing wrong with platformers. I think anyone could play a platformer. They're quite chill to play. I think. Yeah. And so that would be. Another game that I'd like to remaster. Maybe you should put your... Who, who made it? Sorry, did you say? Uh, no, I didn't say. Sorry. Um, they might not even be a company anymore. It was a, but... No, it was published by Infogrames Multimedia. Ah, in well, that's interesting. 
because my next game that's a great segue well done that was <laughs> completely unintentional my next game is also made by in well published or developed by infogrames infro what, what a hard name in, to say infogrames Info games <laughs> um so you say you played yours on playstation one that game yeah original playstation so my one i actually played on dreamcast um while doing some research today i actually found out dreamcast was only on sale for like one and a half years which is Whoa. insane to me i don't know how i got one but um <laughs> yeah i played this game on dreamcast it's called wacky races i also found out it was on other consoles so did you play this one no i actually never played wacky races did you ever see the cartoon is that the Muttley? The... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I know, I know, I'm not going to try that again. But yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, yeah, I know about a... Wacky Races, yeah. Good attempt. Um, this was a game, literally. Wacky Races, the cartoon, is about these characters and their cars. I don't know much about it. Um, but I played the crap out of this game. It's basically Mario Kart, but based on this cartoon. And the cartoon's from 1968, which surprised me. Um, but this game came out in 2000. Um, there's nothing that special about it because it's, it is basically Mario Kart, but with different characters and different abilities and stuff. But mm. for me, as on a personal basis, I've got so many fond memories playing this game, yeah, either the, on my own or against my brother. It's the nostalgic feeling, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, if they were to announce a remaster, it, it, I would pre-order it in a honestly a heartbeat that's how much i used to love this game the problem is i every time i talk about this game no one's ever heard of it or played it so <laughs> i don't think there's much demand for it if they was to say oh look at this new game they'd want to be like yeah but isn't that just mario kart yeah but the you world's would... a big place mate you know, wacky know racing, like uh... you said it was released like the cartoon was released back in the day so you never know that it could bring an older audience in yeah you're right it could um and i looked at like I tried looking at the reviews and I think it actually reviewed quite well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't talk too much about the gameplay because I don't remember it. I was really young. I mean, I was what, seven, maybe eight or nine when I was playing it. Um, but I just remember playing the heck out of it. It was just so good. And if they announced it, I'd have it. I'd have, buy it in a heartbeat. That's weird that it's developed by the same company as your one. <laughs> yeah, we didn't plan it or anything. We actually didn't. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so your my next one uh, is Left for Dead. Now, yeah. I've like, going back to earlier. I feel like games are missing great kind of multiplayer games. Now, this one we used to play this a lot. You must remember playing this or Left for Dead Two at least. I personally never played it. You, I swear, you was with us when we was playing it. No, I personally never did. Unfortunately, I heard many good things about it. But yeah, so. You know, the it was um, the multiplayer side of it. You could do a four-player co-op campaign with, like, obviously yourself, three other mates. If you have three friends, if you don't, you can play single player. That doesn't matter these days. Yeah, or you had an eight-player online versus mode where you'd actually have four people like survivors, and then you had four people playing as the zombies, which I loved. Oh, like, I didn't had, know that. Yeah, so you had like different zombies that you could choose. You had like a fat guy that spat out acid and stuff. You had like the weird creepy. Like a weird creepy one that was really fast and jumps about. Um, so yeah, I had loads of fun playing Left 4 Dead. And I feel like there could have been a Left 4 Dead 3. Because they made Left 4 Dead in 2008. They made Left 4 Dead 2 in 2009. So there was only a year apart in the games. Wow. Which is quite weird. Yeah, But then but there was never a third one. And I feel like a third one should have been done. 
It's typical Valve. They're scared of the number three. Yeah, but I feel like it would do well, you know, or even just a, a remaster because it seems like every every franchise is coming out with some sort of remaster of a game now. And for yep. me personally, I had so much fun playing this game back in back in the day, like when you come home from school, you'd load up your Xbox 360, play a bit of Left 4 Dead. So for me, that just that would be a definite buy, and I feel like you'd enjoy it as well. Uh, I, was, I was just about to say, I personally, if they remastered it, I'd jump straight on it because I feel like I missed out with that game. Um, everyone did. talks so highly of it, and obviously I know you love it, so I think that'd be a great game for us to play on stream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be kind of annoying, though, because I, I, I can't remember, but I don't think we'd be able to go against each other. Ah, so like, right. But what are you on about? I'd love to like eat your face off as a zombie. <laughs> May have to do it on another game. <laughs> so, have you got next, mate? What's your number three? Four, sorry. You're number four now. Yes. Um, is it four already? Yeah, it is. Wow. Um, my next one is a beloved PS2 game of mine. And I know this one, I know many people will agree with me because if you just Google this game's name, the first thing that will come up is is it being remastered or is there a sequel? And that is. <laughs> The Simpsons Hit and Run. Ah, oh, classic. What a game. And yeah. again, I'm going to throw my hands up. I never completed this game. Who does that? I, ba- I barely did anything. I, I think I got the second level or the second part is like Bart Simpson. I didn't get past Bart Simpson's level. I think I, I was genuinely stuck, but I also didn't care enough because I was younger then. I just loved causing mayhem in Springfield. It was just so fun. So so fun. Did you did you play it a lot as well? Yeah. Um. I never. I don't think I got like past the first mission. Like, I mean, there was there was there was no reason to really. You had the whole map. As soon that's as you what I mean. I think I was just driving around, running people over. Yeah. Constant. Yeah. No, it, was, it was basically Grand Theft Auto in the Simpsons world, and I mean, yes, you couldn't actually kill people, but it was almost like the cartoony version of it. And I think it would be a great way to get kids into games. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously there's Lego games and stuff, but I personally would love it. I'd love to be back in Springfield driving around in all the different vehicles, the, the iconic Simpsons school bus, crashing into billboards and just causing just general mayhem. And like I said, there's huge demand for this. I am yeah. kind of shocked it hasn't happened. Um, although now that Disney owns Simpsons, maybe we'll see something. Um, but I don't know. Even I think there was a Simpsons game around mm. the same time as the movie. Am I right in saying that? I'm pretty sure there was. Yeah. yeah, there was because you got an achievement for pressing start or something. Yeah. But it wasn't the Simpsons here and run. Like It was good, I think. I, I don't know if I actually played it, but I think it reviewed okay. But it weren't the Simpsons hit and run, and everyone's waiting for that remake. Yeah, I'd definitely get that. If that, as soon as that release, I'd definitely play it again. I don't know if I'd go complete the story. I'd probably still drive around that's, as I that's did the back thing in the I day. I'd be worried about it'd be buying it and not beating it again because you get distracted so easy. Yeah. So my number four is uh, it was also a film. It is developed by Rockstar, and that is The Warriors. So. It was originally a novel, which was then turned into a film in 1979. I'm a big fan of the film. I don't know if you've heard of it. 
No. No, and then they did a game release in 2005. So basically, it was... Um, it's like a load of gangs in New York City, and they all had like different names, different sizes, and it's like your stereotypical Rockstar game, kind of open world beat 'em up, basically. Yeah. So you would play as a a clan called the Warriors, and you was accused of committing a murder that you didn't actually commit. So all the other gangs would be going after you, and you'd have to like kind of fight your way back to Coney Island, which is where your gang comes from so like in the films you was all like at some big meeting it's the same as the game you're all at like a big meeting with all the gangs and um another gang shoots this leader of a massive ga- i'm gonna keep saying gang a lot but shoots the leader of this massive gang and then it gets blamed on you and then you've got to fight your way back to coney island where your gang resides and i really enjoyed playing it it was a playstation 2 is what i was playing it on and I feel like that could do a remaster because the movie was very well loved, and the game when it first came out, it was a positive response to it. So I feel like a lot of people would probably get this, and it being Rockstar nowadays with GTA being so big, Red Dead being so big, they could make this game just as big. I was going to say I didn't realize it was Rockstar. Yeah, man, it was like kind of. So wait, two thousand and five. That would be before GTA got big. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it would have been, like, around the San Andreas time, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, kind of. I think it was, yeah. I don't want to say yes for definite. I'm going to Google but... it. That's back when Rockstar made more than one game a year. Well, not even <laughs> that now. It's one game of bloody... Every four years, isn't it? ...cycle. They've only made Red <laughs> Dead 2 for this one. Yeah. It's technically yeah, GTA so... 5, I was thinking about So, yeah, The Warriors, for me, you know, if you guys that are listening to the podcast, fan of the films fan of the game you know you'd probably be wanting the same thing as well if it come out if it was released you'd probably buy it straight away i I know i definitely would that's interesting i've never really i've seen it i think i think you can i think i've seen it somewhere like the box art somewhere have you not heard like the phrase warriors come out and play that no no never (laughs) oh my god it's like the most iconic part of the film it's so wild like it's so widely known i'm quite shocked that you don't know about it yeah i don't know it's just never i might actually watch the dvd (laughs) (laughs) sorry got off track here now but yeah it's such a good film such a good film my last one and I feel quite passionately about this. The more I think about this one, the more I'm desperate for this to happen. Is FIFA Street. And I'm going to stop you before you say anything. Yeah. Technically, it was rebooted slash... I'm not even going to... I'm not calling it a remaster. It wasn't a remaster. Technically, they kind of rebooted it in 2012. There was a game called FIFA Street by EA in 2012. I played it. It was okay. <laughs> but it wasn't FIFA Street. Like It wasn't the original FIFA Street, right? It was... It was good, but it wasn't the game I wanted. I want a one-for-one remaster of... I'm guessing you played the original FIFA Street, right? Yeah, I loved FIFA Street. Yeah. And as Ronaldinho. Original, yeah. Just a genuine remaster of that original game. All I want is improved graphics. I don't... I, if, the, if the gameplay was exactly the same, I'd be absolutely over the moon. Just improved graphics. Okay, they they probably have to change the gameplay in some way because they've got new engines now, so they'd have to kind of redo it. But 
as close to the original as possible because in my opinion that game was pretty much perfect at its time yeah if i i'd even go far as saying it was perfect i loved that game yeah see i had it on the original xbox i don't know about you did you probably play ps2 ps2 yeah yeah see i loved fifa street but then so you're saying that fifa 20's volta is not oh don't get me started on ps fifa (laughs) i haven't even i haven't even played it i haven't even played played. volta I love FIFA Street that much. It was the first thing I played when I put FIFA 20 on, and it, uh, I I refuse to talk about it because it's awful. But no, it's nothing like that. There's no the game breakers. Do you remember you'd take it past a certain amount of players? Yeah, and, and you'd, you'd get a game breaker, and it was guaranteed to go in. Oh, it was yeah. so good. It was honestly incredible. And I remember the story. Like you start off with this like crap team of players with I think Paddy Kenny was always in goal. Paddy yeah. Kenny, or do you you might unlock him later on? If Paddy mm. Kenny, I really doubt you're listening to this, but I apologise if you are. Um, and then, as you go and beat teams, you unlock better players. And by the end of it, you've got Ronaldinho playing in your team. You've got, I think at the time, Adriano. Do you remember Adriano? Yeah, it was just the... so so good. I mean, the cartoony style. It was didn't take itself too seriously. The soundtrack, all the songs in the game were incredible. It just suited the game perfectly. There's different, um, I guess you call them street arenas, like places to play. Honestly, this is the game where if all five of the games I announced today, not announced, if I, I picked today, were re- announced tomorrow as a remaster, and they said, but you can only have one, it'd be Thief Street. As mm. long as I knew it would be number one like again, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know EA, and I know they will fuck it up. But <laughs> like they do everything. Yeah, if they could just for once not, then they'd have my money. They could even because I, I was thinking about this earlier. Like, even if they didn't or couldn't use the old players, because obviously maybe they're not allowed to anymore. Licensing and stuff like that. That's yeah, what it would I'd be, be happy with new, today's players as long as it works like the old game. But then, then again, actually. I think they would be able to have like Ronaldinho and because I know because I play FIFA 20 myself and they're on there um, on Ultimate Team you have icons yeah so you have the likes of Ronaldinho, um, Burkamp, Omri, etc. on there so they've got licensing for them so if they did do a remaster of FIFA Street they could have they've already got names that. like that back so but is is Paddy Kenny on FIFA 20? No, well they they've lost one <laughs> <laughs> they've lost one player. <laughs> Maybe they've lost some of this shit. Oh, that's the early it. ones. Welchie's not buying it. It's done. Oh, if that game doesn't have Paddy Kenny, I'm not getting it. I remember <laughs> him just being like too good for like that early on in the game. Anyway, I'm I'm going off on a tangent here. Um, but yeah, FIFA Street. If anyone out there is listening that works for EA, just put a little note under your boss's desk, uh, t- uh, door even, and just remind him that FIFA Street's still out there. And while you're at it. Sorry. Oh wait. What's your last game before I do anything? My last game. Well, yeah, I purposely left mine one. last because it also does come along with a announcement that was made oh, yes, yesterday. Yes, 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 yes. And my last remaster would be Tony Hawk's Underground Two. So I'm not going to go into too much detail of this because obviously there was an announcement yesterday. Uh, I'd love to see this game announced because I did play many, many hours of it when I was younger, and you'd have. The likes of Bam Margera in it and other old skate pros that I wasn't a massive fan, like a skateboarder, but I loved this game just going around. And the story, like the plot to it was was quite good, actually. 
um, from what I can remember and what I was refreshing myself up about. But with that, they are actually remastering Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. So they are the original Tony Hawk games. I didn't actually play much of this, so I'm quite excited for that. Um, so the and... one you want remastered was actually Tony Hawk Underground, is that right? Yeah, so Tony Hawk right. Underground and Tony Hawk Underground 2 come after um, Pro Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. So okay. they are literally remastering the original two. Mm-hmm. But I think they've missed the bullet of not doing Underground. So I feel Underground and Underground 2 were better received than 1 and 2. But like I said, I didn't play 1 and 2 myself. I played the Underground ones, like Underground 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm not going to go into too much detail because there's a remaster. So I will definitely be playing that. So they have kind of like granted my wishes, but not. But the the release date is actually September the fourth, twenty twenty, so it's not that far away. In retrospective, like at least they've given um, an exact date for it, so I will definitely be playing that. I don't know if you'll want to pick that up and give it a go. I don't know. The quick question. Yep. Did they say if it was coming on the next consoles? No, I don't don't know if they did. I know I don't know. They didn't. They didn't actually mention that. So. I'm not too sure. You would think obviously with, was... with backwards compatibility, like compatibility. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing it. I don't know because um, where uh, Pro Skater One and Two were such old games, it's not like a new game. They've taken it and just kind of remastered it, remade it to. Because you got to think on the PlayStation. I'm trying to remember now. It didn't have joysticks, did it? PlayStation Two did. No, I'm on about the PlayStation One. Oh, I, I didn't have one. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. All right, please just bear with me one second. I don't want to get this wrong. <laughs> um, so I was going to ask a question, another one about this. Yeah. Did, from what I, I've done some right, research. Okay, sorry, I'm right. The original PlayStation controller did not have joysticks. And that's what this Pro Skate is from? Yeah. The oh, original wow. PlayStation. Okay. So... They've had to redo the game to how it would work on a joystick. Wow, so, so it's taking some effort. angles. Yeah, so that's why I feel like they're releasing it now because it doesn't really matter too much. I don't think for next no. gen, like you just you know backwards compatible, you just play it the same. Yeah. So yeah, did not have joysticks, so you would actually use just the D pad to do the tricks, which is easier, I think, because you can get the angles right on a yeah. D pad more than you can on a joystick. So they had to figure out how it would work and feel on a joystick. That's interesting. Um, now, from what I've heard throughout the years, most people, I always hear about Tony Hawk's Underground. So yeah. I'm personally surprised they went with Pro Skater. I guess they went with it because they're the originals, but... Yeah, that's, I think that's what I'm guessing. I mean, if they're going to go through and remaster all of them, I'd be happy with that as well. <laughs> Like, you know, they start with one and two and then they go underground one and two. I'll be yeah, happy with that. That's true. They could see how well this does and go, oh, let's do it again. True. Or even just bring out a completely new Tony Hawk's game. Because I know we have, we've had, like, Skate recently and stuff. I didn't really like them that's as much as underground two. It's crazy now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, for me, Tony Hawk's Underground 2 should have been remastered. But they're bringing one and two back, well, Pro Skater 1 and 2. So I'm happy with that. There you go. I'm just going to chuck another honourable mention out there. Um, it literally just came to me while I was talking about FIFA Street and EA Fight Night. Now, personally, oh, I'd rather them yeah. just make a new one 
That's why oh, it's an honorable mention. Um, in my opinion, they need to make a new fight night. They just need to. There's been rumours. I don't want to go into it too much because no, I mean, we've yeah, been going on for ages now. But yeah. there was rumours of a new boxing game. Yeah. I mean, I am. I would love for them to make a new one. But if they're not, make a remastered number three. That's my, my honourable mention. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Right, so I think we've covered everything, haven't we? I think so. There are, f- well, I guess 10, but five each, yeah. Yeah, they're five each. So that's going to wrap it up for us, guys. You have been listening to the Part-Time Gamers podcast again. We thank you very much for listening. Uh, please do make sure you follow or subscribe to the show on your favourite podcast service. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave it a great rating. You know, it always helps us get out there and get more listeners. And if you want to chat with us live and watch us when we're streaming on, you know, Tuesdays, dual streaming, we do tend to stream, what, five to six days a week, would you say? Especially now with the pandemic, yep. Yeah, with the lockdown, we are streaming, you know, five to six days a week. We do dual stream as much as we can, but we, like I said, we do stream on our own. You can catch us over on twitch.tv forward slash the part-time gamers. Like we said, it'll be links down below. And you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. All the same again, the part-time gamers on them. And uh, once again, thank you so much for listening. Keep on gaming and stay beautiful. See you next time, everyone. Thanks for listening.